Happy Sunday, friends. You are not going to be disappointed about today's episode. We have an amazing special guest named Alex Solis. He is a business owner that is based in Texas. And today, we are going to be discussing how a business owner can survive and even thrive while the Biden administration is in office. to let him introduce himself to start off. So Alex, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, and I'm so glad to be here. Thank you um, for having me. It's such an honor. Uh, I love your podcast and um, have been listening to it for probably about a week. I've only known about (laughs) you for a week, but I'm I'm a huge fan. You've had some awesome guests on here, so I'm glad to to have the honor of being on. But um, I am, my name is Alex. I'm a 22-year-old conservative uh, business owner and um, I am just like, I'm pretty new to this space, actually. Um, and so it's, it's so great to, you know, be meeting other like young, like-minded people and just to know that we are the future of this movement and that it's not getting any weaker. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. We live in Texas, huge family. There's, um, there's too many of us to count, honestly, <laughs> but, um, but we're just like, we're just over here living life and and um, doing everything we can to, you know, keep those strong conservative values and mm-hmm. and, and preach the truth wherever we can, um, and obviously just show the love of Jesus wherever we can. So yeah, absolutely. Do you want to give us like a little snippet of like what your business is? So um, that's kind of like why we're on here today. We're talking about business, how to kind of survive Joe Biden's America. That's the <laughs> title of today's podcast episode. Uh, so yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about your business? Yes. Oh my gosh. So the business that I started, it's called Basedify. And um, I'll just say it now because a lot of people, especially <laughs> like in the, in the younger crowd, a lot of people like ask, you know, what is the, mm-hmm. what is the, the name from? We'll, we'll get into that later, um, like where the name came from, but yeah. it sounds a lot like um, Casedify, which is where I get my phone cases from. Um, but that's how you pronounce it. Sometimes people have trouble pronouncing it. And so um, I own this company called Basedify, and it's essentially uh, we sell patriotic apparel. But one of the things that I wanted to uh, make sure was like the main thing whenever I did it is I wanted to make sure that it was aesthetic and that people could mm-hmm. could wear something that you know had had something on it that was true and bold and almost outrageous yeah. <laughs> in a sense. Um, but it also looked good because I feel like there's so much, um, there, the whole patriotic apparel niche right now is um, it's very busy and there's a lot of people doing doing it and there's a lot of people doing it great. Um, uh, and that doesn't mean that you know their, their vibe doesn't belong in the space because it totally does. Um, we just have a totally different vibe with it and try to, try to put a, a cool spin on things um, and so that's my business. We have so much fun with it. We sell hoodies and sweatshirts and shirts and mm-hmm. men's and women's and kids stuff. So it's, it's for everybody. That's awesome. Um, thank you for like, yeah, we're going to get into the uh, meaning of what that means. Cause I know when I found you like a week ago, I was like, what does this mm-hmm. mean? I saw all the apparel and I was like, oh my goodness, I love aesthetic stuff. And 
To, to your point, I think that there are a lot of people in this business right now because our movement is growing and we are getting only stronger. And so with that, people are starting to make more things. And so I think that there is a cool aspect of how you are going with your business where it is, I'm going to target, um, and it's mainly like the Gen Z who wears things like this, you're going to target those people and you're going to be like, I'm going to make stuff for you. And even anyone can wear it, of course. But I think it's cool how you were um, targeting kind of like the aesthetic, you know? And so I really appreciate that on like my behalf for like wearing shirts, t-shirts, sweatshirts. So I think that's awesome. Like it doesn't take a degree to do business. And I think that like Mm -hmm. shows for you. So kind of tell us like how you got into that, what sparked your interest into business and yeah. I'll give it over to you. Yeah, well, that's that's actually a really good question. There's actually kind of a, a fun story behind it. This is going to get somewhere, so it's um, it, <laughs> might, it might not sound relevant right now, but, but it will. Right out of high school, um, I knew that I wanted to go right into chiropractic school. I wanted to get my basics done um, at a community college, really cheap, and, mm-hmm. and go into chiropractic school. And so um, I started going to school, and it was great, and, you know, it was – I mean, I've never been, you know, the best student. I've never been a straight A student. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll say that proudly. School is not like, you know, this, you know, it's not for everyone. And for so, sure. you know, I, I, I feel like I put my best foot forward. Um, but at one point, I, it's almost like, it was almost like one day to the next. I realized that, that I was literally just being cheated out of, out of this system. Mm-hmm. And so, and like, so is everyone else around me, um, <laughs> or at least most people. And so, um, I, and, and to be honest with you, I still don't know if I'm going to pursue the, the career that mm-hmm. I had my eyes set on in chiropractic. Um, and the main reason for that now is just because the mandates and things like that are getting so much more intense and it just doesn't make sense for me to put all of this money and, and even go into debt in order to pay for school if halfway through. They're going to make me do something in order to get my diploma that I, with, you know, with my, mm-hmm. with my belief in God and my belief in bodily autonomy, I, I can't do that. Yeah. And so um, I'm really just kind of seeing where things go with this, with the mandates um, before I make that decision. Um, sure. However, as soon as I made this decision to step out of the school environment, mm-hmm. um, I knew that I had to start working on something that would not only provide, but, you know, kind of get me in a place where I could invest in other people and bless other people and just really be in an environment where I'm thriving. Um, and I feel like every young person really craves that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not something that I would have chosen at first. I mean, I, I don't even, honestly, I've been doing this for like five months mm-hmm. now and I, I still don't know what I'm doing. It's, it's crazy, <laughs> but Um, I'm just figuring it out. And so, but now that I'm like, I'm doing it, I love every second of it. And so you probably hear screaming kids in the background. It's my (laughs) nieces and nephews. Um, But yeah, so how it really started was as soon as I got out of that school environment, um, I won't tell you like the whole story, but God had put certain people in my life in order to um, give me connections that I would not have had had otherwise and it was like one connection to the other like one person that that I met knew another person knew another person (laughs) knew another person that got me this job and this job you know gave me 
this set of skills and then through that job I got another job and so it was like just this long chain of events that led to me basically being around uh, people who were older than me and and who were more experienced in business Mm -hmm. and one of them actually was were, were a couple of chiropractors who you know they owned a practice together they still own a practice together and so being around that environment and seeing that and just being immersed in that um, I feel like has a huge effect on your ability to to run a business and that's why I always say to college students who are my age um, especially like church friends I, I usually um, try to bring up as much as I can like yes you can get your degree you can do all these things but in, at the end of the day if you're not surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded in, in the niche or the the field that you want to go into and you are successful at it then um, then you if you want to get somewhere and, and get your mind to the place it needs to be to sustain that kind of of lifestyle or that kind of business or career that you want in the future mm-hmm. you really want to surround yourself with those people and so um, God blessed me big time and and really putting me around those people and so eventually I got to the place where like okay I, I took a step back in my life and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like well I I feel like I'm in the place where I can do this on my own. And so, um, I just hunkered down for six months and made it happen. Um, and it was, it was really, really hard, but it was also so worth it. Um, and so now I'm just, I'm just like, whenever you're on the other side of it, Mm -hmm. if someone, if someone hasn't experienced what it's like to have victory and something that they've been fighting Mm -hmm. for, it might sound like greed to them, Mm -hmm. but for someone who's on the other side of it, it sounds, I mean, it, it feels joyful and you start to believe in yourself more and you start to believe in other people more. And so I just, I wish I could communicate that with words, but it's, it's, um, it's more of like a feeling, you know, you can't really describe, um, (laughs) what it's like to be in a thriving environment where you feel, you feel like every day you wake up and you're like, okay, God, what's next? Like, what are, what are we going to do today? And so (laughs) that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and honestly, I feel like no matter which way the world goes, it's uphill from here. Because whenever you're walking with the Holy Spirit, I mean, he just, he guides your every move and everything's, not everything's good, but mm-hmm. but you're good in, in the middle of, you know, whatever's going on. So. For sure. Your story is so inspiring. Like, I'm about to graduate next year from high school. And awesome. just, um, I've talked to my parents so many times about how I believe that the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates, mm-hmm. if you don't have the vaccine, is just too much for me. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I It would go against everything I believe in. Um, and so I want to have strong morals. And I've been looking into different like business things because I think, like um, you kind of said, is that it's not just like doing an online shop. There are so many ways to get into business. There's so many mm-hmm. opportunities, I believe. And so I think that's an awesome thing. And your faith is so amazing. Like how you said that God um, just waking up and saying, what are we doing today, God? I um, really resonate with that because I, I'm the same way uh, with this podcast. <clears throat> when I started it, I was like, well, I'm, I'm more introverted than I am extroverted. How are you going to use me, God, with this? And he's worked so many things through this podcast and through um, wow. getting uh, connected on Instagram and getting connected to Turning Point. And so, so many things mm-hmm. have happened and God is so amazing. I think that is something that mm-hmm. I want to always push forward is that it is none of us. It Anything that happens successfully from me, from anyone else, cannot be 
by their own merit. It has to be God because he is so much greater and so much bigger than we are. So I think that is awesome. And I love your story because I fully believe that college isn't the only option. There are so many options and it doesn't have to be um, community college. I fully support that. I think that's a great option for those looking at it because I think that that is such a smart option. Um, if you, like you said, you wanted to go into chiropractic um, practice. And so if you want to do that, start small because those bills and those um, loans that you're going to have to get are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So that was such a smart option. So to get back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning, can you explain what your shop name means? I know you have a story on your, like a safe story on your Instagram. Yeah. If you want to explain that really quickly to us. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really good question. I actually I answer that question my DMs every day um, <laughs> because it actually, um, so you know what's crazy is that I sat down for probably about two weeks, like two weeks straight from 7 a.m. to midnight, <laughs> like, like trying to think, out like I typed all this stuff out trying to figure out like the perfect name mm-hmm. for what this thing was going to be called and let me tell you something Anna I'm one of those people who if I don't have I'm just I'm just OCD if I don't have a cohesive like name mm-hmm. for a business idea and in the website like matches perfectly and it it sounds somewhat cool and it's recognizable mm-hmm. I'm just not going to start it like if I have to use numbers <laughs> or an underscore in my username I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it yeah and so that's just how my brain works. And so I was really frustrated. And I got to this point after about two weeks where I was like, you know what, God, whatever. I'm not going to do this. I give up. And then um, I had actually, right after that, I had gone to um, this college trip with my church. And we were on some river rafts. And my phone fell out of my pocket. And my phone case broke. Luckily, I saved my phone. Um, my phone case broke. And so I got home and I'm like, you know what? I need to order a phone case. And so I went online and where I get my phone cases from is this website called um, Case to Buy mm-hmm. and um, not sponsored. They should sponsor <laughs> me though. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so I, I got on there and then immediately it was like, it was like that. It was like instantly I knew, oh my gosh, this is what it's going to be called. That's like awesome. all that stress was for nothing. And so <laughs> I just, uh, from there it was full force forward. I'm like, okay, I have my branding down. I have my name down. Like everything after that was uphill. Mm -hmm. And so what the name actually means is um, based actually, I can say it to younger people who even aren't in the conservative movement and they Mm kind of know what it means. Um, And then I guess it's more of like anyone 25 and up might not quite understand it. And so whenever you're using it in conservative um, context, the word based pretty much is an antonym to the word woke. So it's like, it's, and you can go on our, on our Instagram and read our highlight, um, because it kind of explains mm-hmm. it in a funny way, but, <laughs> but essentially it's like, it can be used as a one word response. And it, it basically means if you're based, it means you're kind of in, into conspiracy theories. You yes. don't really trust the government. <laughs> you, um, you're probably not going to take the V word and you're not going, we're not going to be censored and right? we're not going to take the vaccine <laughs> and, um, you just, you you don't follow the mainstream narrative. And mm-hmm. so that's essentially what based means. And then the suffix I-F-Y for if I, mm-hmm. um, it means to become. And so that's really where where the name uh, came from. And it just, it worked out perfectly. So I just ran with it. 
That's awesome. I, and all that work, you said like two weeks and my brain is the same way. I'm like, it has to be, it has to be linear. It has to be this way because I find that like brand, that name is so unique. Like I would never find that anywhere else. So you did such a Mm -hmm. good job, very unique name. And I think that kind of like speaks to your um, credit of the name is that so many people have to ask like, what is it? Because they're so like intrigued by it. What challenges do you face, if any, um, with the new administration's decisions? Like um, I know the tax uh, bill is coming up, that's huge. Is there anything that you find challenging with the new administration? Yes, well, you know what, I will say that, and I don't know if this directly points to the administration or not, but mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things is, like you said, taxes, and I mean, that's yeah. that's something that affects every single business, um, especially small businesses, mm-hmm. and you know, you can go look at the White House Instagram page, and they'll tell you the opposite, but when you look into what's actually going on, it's, mm-hmm. it's not in support of small businesses. I mean, we know that this whole left narrative, it's all one and the same from the White House to whoever is doing work on the ground mm-hmm. for for this agenda that we're seeing play out. Yeah. I mean, their goal is to completely eradicate the middle class um, and to have, you know, two tiers. And so sure. what we're seeing is just an attack on every angle towards small businesses. And, you know, I think that we're at a point right now, if they were just to remove every single conservative page or every single small business from Instagram, I think that people would probably not just freak out, but there would be some kind of some kind of fight back and mm-hmm. i think they are starting to see how just how serious we are about this as conservatives as capitalists as just i guess you could say right wing but you mm-hmm. can even say just people who want what's best for america for sure. um and honestly i feel like one of the ways that they are kind of pushing us down in a sense is censorship and that is that is huge because the world is really gotten to a place and I don't like it that much, but the world has gotten to a place where we're dependent on Instagram and Facebook for, um, for basically all of our marketing and all of what we Mm -hmm. do as businesses and all of our connections. Um, and whenever Instagram actually went down this week, um, Mm -hmm. I feel like part of me was almost like I had for a second, a little bit of anxiety, but then Mm -hmm. I, then, you know, you look back and you're like, okay, I know God, God provides. I'm not, not worried about Mm -hmm. it at all. Although I just, I might not talk to any of these amazing people ever again. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of disappointing, but you know, I think that there is there is a level of censorship that just keeps going up and up and up. And I think that's one of the ways that um, I don't know if it's the new administration directly, mm-hmm. but I do know that as far as the big tech problem that we're facing right mm-hmm. now, it's it's an uphill battle for. For businesses in general um and so i think that's been the biggest challenge is censorship but um to be honest with you i think i think that we're hopefully going to start seeing some things change i mean as far as i know more people every day are waking up and Mm -hmm. and um and really just like getting tired of what we're seeing right now and so um, I really think that hopefully soon we'll see some some kind of some kind of reformation in, in this whole um, really every aspect of the world that big tech has their has their dirty paws on. Yeah. Um, and I know you know Trump is already fighting back yes. on that. 
And so there, I mean, there's a lot of other really, really good people fighting back. And so I think we're going to start to see a turnaround. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, we just have to like keep, keep pushing for the truth. Like if you get taken down, make a new account. If you get taken down again, make a new account. Like, like I think so many people, and this is the last thing I'll say on this, but so many people have this thing where like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go on my social media fast and I'm going to get off of social media. <laughs> and I think there was a healthy time to do that yeah. probably about a couple of years ago. But now we're in a time where all the eyes are on social media and we're in a, we're in a place right now where we're in a place right now where we need to be speaking the truth loudly for everyone, for everyone to see. And so personally, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere as far as social media goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to stay on the platform and and use it, you know, against how they probably want us to use it, but that's just what we have to do. So for sure. And I think that censor, censorship is just an add-on to what they're trying to move towards. And I think when you said, like, the taxes, we're seeing that because our government is changing from a capitalist, um, like, how we deal with our money, to socialism and communism. That's what starts. Like, we know that from World War II. We know that they started by silencing voices and starting to burn books. It's, of course, different right. because they were in a different age. But burning books to them and us being censored is close to the same thing. It's starting to quiet voices that need to be heard because they're speaking truth. And it's it's just it's a mess. And so I do encourage those who are listening that if you have a social media platform, stop hiding Um Please, if you have morals that you are standing upon, post something. It doesn't even have to be a post. It could be a story. Um, Just start little things. It could be pro-life. It doesn't even have to be politics. It could be pro-life. It could be um, different things that just tug at your heartstrings that you want people to know. Because if we start doing that, then we can start having more of a voice while we are being shut down. So while they're shutting us down, we are rising back up to get our voice heard. Do you have a mission with your business? I know I'm going to kind of mix this together. I know you are partnered with Our Rescue, which is a very motiva- uh, motivational um, organization. They do amazing work for human trafficking. Um, in what ways do partnership, partnership sorry, um, help your business? Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, as as a conservative, I feel like, well, actually not even as a conservative, I feel like everyone has a moral obligation to stop pushing these these real pandemics under mm-hmm. under the under the rug, really. And um, this is just one of the issues. And so um, we actually we're we're changing some things around because right now we we give a portion of our subscription sales to um, our rescue, but. Um, where our subscription is not, um, it's not really the main feature. And since we do so many new drops on our, on our store, I think we're going to start doing that with, with the actual store and, and probably even remove the whole subscription thing. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> we just are completely like, we're, we're seeing this, this problem in the world where, you know, whether it's big tech or the left or whoever you want to call it, they are telling us that there is one pandemic when there's actually another and trafficking and child trafficking is probably the biggest pandemic mm-hmm. in the world. And most definitely the United States. I mean, the United States is, is the biggest market mm-hmm. for, 
for this. And so what we're seeing is things like this getting pushed under the rug and not talked about in a way that they need to be talked about. And mm -hmm. our rescue is, is one organization that I definitely stand behind with Tim Ballard. And then mm -hmm. um, they recently made a documentary um, as well. And it's really, really good. Yes. Um, and then there's another organization that um, it's actually part, it's actually, it's branch off of a company, I believe that, um, that we used to be a part of, and we still, we still work with a little bit, um, but they're called hope for justice, mm -hmm. hope for justice. And they do amazing, amazing things. And so we, we give to, um, to those different organizations and it's just been, it's just been amazing um, to see the things that they're doing. Um, and so those, those partnerships, I mean, I, I feel like, to be honest, I really feel like every, every business that has a, a firm root in what they believe in and they really want the, the best for the world, whether they're on the left or the right, whether they're promoting BLM apparel or whether they're promoting patriotic apparel, I feel like we have, as human beings, a social obligation to, to give to organizations that are going to better the world mm -hmm. um, and really be careful who we give to because not every organization or charity is honest on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, and so that that's another huge part of it as well. So, that's so yeah. That's awesome. Um, I really appreciate it. That's why I bought a shirt. I appreciate that you give to human trafficking. Of course, there are so many things that are happening in our world that we could donate to all these amazing organizations that are helping but i think that our rescue and the place that you said was it hope justice or hope for justice hope mm -hmm. for justice okay um and i'll put their link in my bio but um i think those that is the biggest thing for the longest time human slavery is something that hasn't been talked about in our society enough and so when we open up about it especially with someone like you with a platform with a business um who says i'm going to give this amount of my profit to them um it really shows um i live in the dfw area and there is a place called trafficking 911 and there are so many opportunities for people to volunteer to give and so that is a great way to buy an amazing shirt with uh, amazing aesthetic and then also give that money to that organization so that is awesome um, there was something uh, to give advice on your behalf. Um, when I put out a poll on Instagram asking what people wanted to know for this interview, um, there were a lot of people who said, um, how can I start a business in my 20s? That was a huge question. I got tons of responses that way, and I thought that was interesting. Um, so do you have some advice for those people who are starting young in the business um, world? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like as, as someone who is like, if you're in your twenties, there, there's a certain time in your twenties. And especially for me, it was probably when I was 21, where you feel like if you haven't started working towards that, that dream that you're, that you have your eyes set on, or even if it's something that you want to start just to propel you towards that dream, mm -hmm. um, there's so much doubt that can come in your mind where you feel like you're behind. So the first thing I want to say is that you're not behind. You are not behind. Like you're, if you're mm -hmm. in your 20s, even if you're in your 30s, even if you're in your 30s or mm -hmm. 40s and you have kids and you're just like busy and you feel like you have no time, you're not behind. I mean, if you are actively like trying to 
increase your skill set. You're actively trying to be around people who are successful and may, maybe think higher thoughts than you are. And, mm-hmm. and you're trying to go into rooms where you're not the smartest person in the room, then it's almost like those opportunities will, will they'll just come to you and you mm-hmm. have to, you have to be able to number one, like see a problem and create a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that I do on the side is actually, um, I do web design. And one of the things that I saw was a problem is that whenever this whole pandemic thing happened, a lot of people were starting to flock to online businesses and everyone just started flocking around um, this online space to, to start businesses or to even move their in-person business to something completely 100% online. And so one of the things that I, I have been setting up for probably about a year and it's, it's almost done, but um, I do website templates and, and um, we can, you know, we can link it for you, but that's mm-hmm. actually one of the ways that I'm helping a lot of, a lot of younger people that are in my life, you know, giving, giving them a website template and kind of like helping them, you know, start, start something. And I don't really have like a, a system or anything like that that I go off of. My life is kind of crazy. And so like <laughs> some days it looks like me working at three in the morning and then um, some days I'll just like, oh my gosh, it's so noisy up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. Some days I'll just be, you know, I'll go to the church where my brother works and we'll just sit down and I'll, I'll bring my laptop and get some work done. And so there's not really necessarily a system. Um, but as for starting, I would really just say like, um, I can only attest to, to different, a few different kinds of businesses, but Mm -hmm. like, if you're wanting to start something like a t-shirt shop, like you just have, you just have to start. Um, you just have to come up with three designs, like just three designs. That's it. Put it out there talk to literally everyone who might be interested in, mm-hmm. in that kind of um, design, whether it's, whether it's political or not, um, you know, and then you just start talking to people and the right connections will be made. If you, if you press into your business with a prayer, if you really go about it, um, surrounding yourself with successful people and, and getting around people who have done something that you're wanting to do before and they've kind of paved that that way more than likely they'll, they'll be happy to they'll be happy to kind of you know walk you through exactly what they did and maybe even the mistakes that they made and um and soon you'll find yourself in a place where you're like oh my gosh i've learned all these all these things and you may even have avoided some of the mistakes that people uh, made in the past and so i will say one of the biggest things is um it's really just like staying consistent. I feel like it's so easy. And there were so many times where I, I wanted to give up. I'm telling you, even in the last two months, like there were times where I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable. It's not going to, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And, and choosing to keep my head in the game is, it was probably the best decision ever. And so, um, yeah, you just, you really have to like be all in, and if you're not all in, then, then you're not, and that's fine. It may not mm-hmm. be for you, but um, but if you're willing to be all in, then it's totally, totally worth it. So That's great. Um, that's such insightful um, advice for those who are listening. I love that, that, like, there is flexibility in doing it. Like you said, you can go to different places to work. It's not, like, in an office, you're working for this specific person, you know. 
Um, and so I think that's awesome, a great opportunity for young people to um, reach out to their community, um, different things like that. And so we will have your website design um, link for there. Uh, I wanted to make sure people, yeah. people know that because you sent me that and I was, I was like, this guy has mad talent. Like I could never, <laughs> um, but those are awesome. It's so aesthetic. Um, it really gets the message across and very easily, like you scroll onto his um, websites and they're just, they're amazing. So artistic and um, God has really given you so much talent. So um, I had one more question to wrap us up. Um, and so what does your shirt, Freedom Over Fauciism, which I bought, um, what does that mean? Um, so for those who purchase it, how can um, they help others know what that statement means? Yes. So actually, that was um, that was a statement that I don't know if you remember a few months back, Ron DeSantis, he um, mm -hmm. he kept putting that on his Twitter. And <laughs> um, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this needs to be a shirt. And so, I mean, I don't really know if, if a lot of people know this, because I don't think many people's brains can conceptualize <laughs> just how insane this is. But there are people out there who literally, like, they pledge their allegiance mm -hmm. to Fauci. And it's just, like, it's insane yeah. um, to think about it. But uh, really, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to create a shirt that was, and that was actually one of my first designs that I ever did. I wanted to create a shirt that was bold, and it was, like, as soon as someone sees it, if you're, like, at a grocery store, and if <laughs> someone else who has shared beliefs with you if they see that shirt i mean they're gonna walk up to you and they're gonna be like okay like what what is that <laughs> and so um and so i really wanted to like just really this is overall with with the entire um, line of apparel but i just wanted to create something where people immediately knew if they saw someone wearing one of our shirts they knew where that person stood and they knew that they they were bold in their beliefs enough to wear something that was that was a little bit outspoken and um and freedom over fauciism is probably one of my favorite designs to create just because it's it's bold and um it essentially means you're you're choosing freedom like like your personal freedom will always outweigh and value someone else's opinion or or their i would even say i would even go as far as to say their safety especially since most people, if they're really rooted in fear and they're really scared of this thing, and that's a whole separate topic, but if they're really scared <laughs> of this thing, they probably wouldn't be out and about. There's just so much fear in the air. Mm -hmm. And so this shirt was essentially created just to speak speak that fear away and yeah. just and submit to freedom. We are free human beings. That is America. And anyone who wants to stand in the way of that, especially Fauci, mm -hmm. we're not, we're not going to let that happen. So... Yeah, that is awesome. I love the design. It's so creative. And the message that all of your shirts kind of say is that when someone else sees it, they're going to be like, hey, we're buddies. We have the same morals. We have the same values. Um, and that's someone I want to get to know. And for others, it's who don't share the same beliefs. That's okay. It's a way of informing people because some people just look at a TV screen and they watch the news and 
they know nothing different. So I think that's our job to help inform in a loving way, of course, because that's what the Bible calls us to do, but um, inform and help others know what we know um, because the truth sets you free, like that Bible verse says. The truth sets you free, and it truly has. Um, and so thank you so much, Alex, for joining us today. It was such a pleasure to have you on. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had so much fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much.